We do know that Ray Charles is in fact what was in fact blind. Correct. He went blind early on as a kid. Yeah. Um, did a lot of hits. Uh, a lot of children too, by the way. Yeah. One of those hits. You know when it's right. Uh, you're probably wondering, like, what the you hell are you guys talking about? Ray Charles. This is from 1991, the song The Right One Baby. And this is for Pepsi. Uh, I guess Diet Pepsi, but Pepsi's, you know, the company. What the hell are we talking about Ray Charles and Pepsi? Well, bear with me here. If the rumors are true, Pepsi could be involved with something going down drama for Wisconsin football? Keontes Lewis has entered his name into the transfer portal after, what, barely a season with the Badgers? A season with the Badgers? A season, yeah. He is now gone. Just a few six snaps in the yeah. first game. And was not happy with uh, his workload or lack thereof workload. And what, Pepsi? What are you guys talking about Pepsi for? Well, RJ, Keontes Lewis's brother. What's his name, yeah. Rowdy? Ken. Well, Ken. According to and, Twitter. And that's just on his Twitter handle is Ken Lou. Now, Ken Liu, Kansas uh, Lewis's brother, is... He's going through it. He's going through it on Twitter. You know, he's, talking, he's it's, tweeting, it's not, it's not about production from his brother, Kansas Lewis, who's now in the transfer portal. He is alluding to what now, RJ? Uh, he's basically saying, due to NIL, certain players are starting over his brother. And that certain player would be... Uh, the only other one outside of Mordecai and Braylon Allen, uh, who is on a Pepsi NIL deal, is C.J. Williams. C.J. Williams. Who uh, last week was named a starter. And then that all coincided with Kentis Lewis now, um, let's see, 15 hours ago, Kentis Lewis tweets out, Thank you, Wisconsin. I will be entering my name into the transfer NCAA transfer portal with two years left of eligibility. Assigned... Yeah. Gantas Lewis and his brother is the one that's uh, all over it on Twitter saying that uh, basically essentially calling Wisconsin the new staff like snakes in the grass and that it's all about money, not production, as Pepsi is the one. And this is a conspiracy theory, probably more believable, believable than a Stevie Wonder Bind or not, that Pepsi is the one dictating who is on the Badgers starting for wide receivers. Wild story. Hey, um, let's just put it out there. NAL has ruined college athletics. It has now ruined Keontas Lewis's time with Wisconsin. Because every step of this whole thing, we've been told, this is the death of college athletics. People will stop going. People will stop watching. Will be stop watching. Whatever I want to say here. Uh, But yet, the numbers so far through week zero, one, and 2, Numbers are actually up both in attendance and in oh, yeah. in viewership. And we didn't part of it that. is because you're creating parody now. Kids are not all gathering, and you don't have three deep five-star kids at Alabama anymore. You don't have three deep five-star kids at Clemson anymore because they had the original NIL deal. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, name, image, and likeness of God. Um, oh, is that? Um, yeah. Was that uh, who said that? Dabo. Yeah, yeah Dabo. Dabo. Yeah. Dabo. However, you want to yeah, say. Yeah, he's it. like, we're not doing this. Yeah, and, and I mean, they probably are, but <laughs> yeah, for God. No, I, they're they're not they're not doing it for God anymore. Uh, but the football it, gods, it's though. creating parody in college football, and I mean, 
the one shining example you can look at is look what Dion brought into Colorado. And we'll get to Mo- that. Most of up. those most of those guys aren't there because they really wanted to go to, to Boulder. Yeah, I mean, got some pe- people problem. stepped up and they said, "Yeah, we'll get that kid here." Rowdy? Well, let's take nil out of it. Keontes Lewis went to UCLA. I'm going to guess he wasn't heavily recruited by Luke Fickle and or Phil Longo, if at all. Yeah, that's the other side of it. Everybody else is saying it's the our guys he, and their guys. And the inherited guys. He then transfers from UCLA to Wisconsin under the Paul Chris regime. Correct. Again, did not transfer to a Luke Fickle or a Phil Longo team. Correct. Luke Fickle and Phil Longo are then hired to be head and offensive coordinator. They bring in a different offense. They bring in their own transfers, a.k.a. C.J. Williams, a.k.a. Uh, what's well, that? Will Pauling. Yeah, Will. Well, I meant just in general, their transfers, their guys. Yeah. You have C.J. Williams, Will Pauling. You have Green. Like, those were their receivers they brought in, whether they played for them, recruited them, or were like, yes, we want you to come to Wisconsin. Keontes Lewis was not any of those players. Correct. He was, he stayed good on him for staying, but it sounds like once this coaching staff brought in some of their guys in air quotes there, obviously he wasn't one of their guys. And I think it's pretty obvious that he was clearly behind Chimray DK when it came to talent and skills and was behind Skylar Bell. Yep. So if you bring in your three guys, and you already have two guys better than you, I, that puts you at six. And that's where he was getting snaps, and that's where he was playing. So, I mean, taking NIL out of it versus, you know, Pepsi or whoever's paying whoever, just in the grand scheme of things, on the outline of what this roster looked like with a new coaching staff coming in and their players coming in. Because how many times have we talked about with its, whether it's a GM or a head coach, they want their guy at quarterback, they want their guy, blah, blah, blah. This is just that's just how it is, and unfortunately for Keontes Lewis, he was the odd man out. Yeah, uh, Jesse Temple, because I was at Monks and Sun Prairie last night as uh, Jesse Temple and Zach Halpern for Temple and Halpern are there every Thursday from six to seven at Monks and Sun Prairie, and Jesse got to interview Keontes Lewis on his way out. He's also um, put the article up at the, at the Athletic dot com. He always does those, right? Yeah, here's a little snippet. This is from Keontes Lewis. Quote: What would you do in this position? Zero snaps. Not getting any love. I feel like I just did what anyone would have done that was in my shoes. Hit the transfer portal. I, the only thing I would say is when it <laughs> was <one> game. <laughs> when it was spring practices, I feel like, and now granted, this I've never been in this position, but I'm seeing if I was, where I'm clearly seeing that Skylar Bell and Chimray DK, the guys that were here before me, but he at was the same as the third number one, right? Uh, top, but what at, at the there? same thing though, he. Like they're they were better than me before they were higher on the depth chart. It's hard to run them down. Yeah. And then they bring in these three new guys, and clearly Green was a good player at Oklahoma State. Yep. And C.J. Williams was the high recruit that showed potential at USC before getting hurt. And then they bring in their own guy and Will Pauling, and we we didn't even mention it because he hasn't really been a factor. But they also brought in their own guy from Cincinnati and Quincy Burroughs. Mm. Yeah. Like. Yep. 
you are going to be falling on the depth chart unless you are just by far one of the best receivers out there. And I don't, I don't know because I wasn't at practice, but it doesn't feel like watching the guys compete so far through two weeks that he was that much head and shoulders better than guys that would have better relationships or ins. It just feels like you're the odd man out. You probably should have saw this coming and transferred before the season started. With Temple and Heilprin, they were both talking. Well, all while we were in the open practices, he was running with the ones. Yeah, Kansas Lewis was the one every practice jumping out. Yeah. Like, that's what Zach and Jesse were all talking about. Like, Kansas Lewis was the only one impressing. Kansas Lewis was one of a handful of guys impressing. Kansas Lewis is running with the ones impressing. It's it's one of those though. It might have been an overreaction to one game. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't get snaps in so a game. If you go to uh, Ken Liu, uh, Kentus Lewis's brother's Twitter account, he's like he's retweeting Zach Halpern from February about how Kentus Lewis is the top uh, of the chart here. There's another one, practice nine, just got done from April. It's not many fireworks though. Kentus Lewis brought it. Uh, you can go down the list here. Uh, Ken Lewis, Kentus Lewis's brother, retweets Zach Halpern about uh, politics, not production. When Kansas uh, Lewis got jumped, uh, dumped to uh, second team, and he, he's retweeting Ben Kenny too. He's going all over the place. Yeah, Kansas uh, Lewis's brother about how great his brother was and all the fanfare he was getting from uh, you know us and the reporters, and now saying basically Pepsi's pulling the strings and it's politics, it's, yeah. not production. Yep, wild. Do you think though, out of those six receivers that we basically named that were the top six on the depth chart? It feels like they're all quality wide receivers. Mm. Yeah. Like I to I mean, me, if you told me that CJ Williams was the odd man out because Keontes Lewis was better than I mean, him, okay. I would have I would have understood. Yeah. If if you would have said, Well, you know, in practice Skylar Bell hasn't looked quite as good and see his numbers haven't he hasn't been putting much up and, th- and then he became the sixth guy, I would have been like, That makes sense. Or like Green. He was injured a lot in the you know, leading up to this. He, you know, he's kind of fell, fallen behind. He didn't necessarily have the playbook. Whatever. Yeah. If you could have made an argument to me out of any of those top six that if they had fallen to number six, I'd be like, eh, makes sense. I mean, right. they're all quality wide receivers. And, and we've already talked about this with the offense not being fully there yet. They're figuring things out. Yeah. Like, so you didn't get snaps in a game. He, he didn't chances, even step off the sideline. Chances are next game, though. He'll probably be back in there because they're figuring things out. Yeah, Kansas Lewis, uh, let's see here. Last year, 20 catches, third on the team with 20 catches, 313 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, he caught one pass for 12 yards uh, against Buffalo and then traveled to Washington State but did not step off well, the sideline. To RJ's point about figuring stuff out, it feels like this should have been a, wow, we have six quality wide receivers. They also brought in a couple of other guys. So we're talking about a room that has eight, nine wide receivers that I'm probably pretty sure that this coaching staff feels pretty confident in. Mm -hmm. Obviously you have those top six that we keep talking about, but if you're Lewis, you're sitting there, maybe that should have been kind of the, the writing on the wall. Maybe it's time to transfer now before the season starts like this spring or summer. And then to RJ's point about figuring things out, you're figuring things out. You might not get to play here. You waited out the first three, four, five, six games, you know, roughly till you're halfway through the season and see where it goes because transferring now, you don't get to go play anywhere else. No, you're you have to sit out. Yeah. So it's you, you don't get to put anything on tape. 
And because he's already transferred, yeah. unless he gets that waiver by the NCAA, he's got to sit out again. Yep. And yeah. if if it is Pepsi pulling strings, I saw Graham Mertz sucking a lot of butt, and they still were propping him out on the Pepsi advertisements. Hey. I remember going to Woodman's. It was just a, a cardboard cutout of Graham Mertz holding Pepsi. <laughs> we could uh, we could have had a different quarterback, but Pepsi was making Pep- him play. Yeah, Pepsi did it. Uh, let's go to the phones. Line one, good morning. Eric on I-90. Oh, Eric. It wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault. <laughs> well... You got that going for you, right? That's great. <laughs> you got that. Wow. No, not Kirk Cousins. It's like Goodwill Hunting. They got to pull Kirk Cousins aside. Kevin O'Connell does. But like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Not you, uh, man. You know, they can blame the turnovers all they want, you know. It's still pretty bad. You know? It is. You guys have no it luck. Is. There's no luck on your side. Lady Luck has abandoned you. Yeah, that's 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 a for sure on that. You know, it's all coming true. All the predictions, it's all coming true. You know, all those games we won last year, we're gonna lose this year. It's this. It's a fact. It's happening. Well, okay, Rowdy. Right what does what does water do, Rowdy? What does water do? Finds its level. It's finding its level right now, right? Finding its level. Well. It's some pretty crappy water. I'm going to say that. It's not, it's not fit for consumption. No, someone poisoned yeah. the water well. And, of course, I was up really late watching that game because, you know, you just don't know, right? But you kind of knew. You kind of knew. Kind of knew. Eric, well. And Justin yeah. Jefferson's real, real. We got the exact opposite of the Green Bay Packers. We got a bad offensive line. And we got a bad defensive line, and we have, well, we do have a good wide receiving core, except for KJ Osborne. Otherwise, and we do have a good quarterback. The guy is, I, you know, he, he's doing enough to win. Eric, he is. Eric, he is. I'm, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We have a couple more phone calls, and I got you to break, so I, I don't, I don't want to cut you off. But I want to offer you again a spot on the Packers uh, bandwagon. Will you accept? Also, I need your score as a non-Packers fan for Packers Falcons on Sunday. Well, I hate to say it, but I think, I think the Packers eat this. I think the Packers win this game against these guys. I, I don't know a lot about them. You know, they got a good running back apparently, but a little banged up. You know what's that? Everybody's a little banged up. I don't know if they, hey, if Green, if Green Bay's offensive line can keep that guy as clean as he was last week, they're going to win. You they're sc- going to win. You going to score? They're going to score. They're going to win. Uh, Packers twenty-four, Atlanta seventeen. You were in, Eric. There you go, brother. Eric, we love you. Ha- held up, ha- hand, head held high. The sun has come up. Vikings might win a game. Uh, maybe it against the Chargers next week. I doubt it, though. We love you, buddy. Yeah. Talk to you later, bud. See you, Eric. Uh, line two, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. It's Artie Ho. Oh, How are you? Artie, Artie Ho. Oh, my guy. My guy. I want to go to Vegas with you soon, Artie. Let's make that happen. I was just thinking this morning when I got up, I'd rather be drunk in Vegas right now than sober going to work in Wisconsin. <laughs> 
same. I am. I am. I've never felt uh, more, you know, insipatico with you than right now. And then you'll probably have that exact same thought in three months when we finally get our first snowfall, or maybe the tenth. <laughs> uh, then I wouldn't want to be in Arizona. <laughs> What's going on, Artie? I'll be real. I'll be real quick. I got two things. Yeah. One. Anytime a player says it's politics, just be honest and say it's relationships. For some reason, you didn't make a connection with the new coaches. Might not be your fault. Might not be their fault. They came in. It didn't happen. There's other players on the team that they didn't recruit that are still there. The other thing, what what, do you, what good does it do for you to quit now? That's the thing. That's it's like he has nowhere to go. You you can't. You're not going to play at all when you leave. No, you you got nothing from it. And if I want, if I'm a coach and I'm thinking about bringing you in. So that first couple games, if you don't play that you think you want to play, are you going to leave me? Yeah. It is funny, Artie, because one of the guys that I believe he quote tweeted the brother talking about politics was actually Marcus Allen, the guy that flashed as a freshman (laughs) and then was basically seen as lazy because he cared sometimes but not others and never really got any better, and then toted the gun around at, um, uh, what was that? Mifflin Street, uh, Black Mifflin Street. But he got out yep. of it. Yeah. And then he Stolen tra- gun. he left and went to Minnesota for about 10 days and then came back. And then and then left re-entered. again. Where is he? Yeah. Sometimes when you point a lot of fingers, just at least point one at yourself. Yeah. Yeah, already. And then my second thing, Rowdy, I, I felt really bad for you. I wasn't there that that game when that woman said that, but I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to throw up in my mouth a little bit. But I would rather sleep with you than my dad. Well, here's the thing: it wasn't Rowdy that she said it to. Yeah, don't don't put that juju on me. It was someone that uh, is no longer around here. Oh. Well, then I don't have to worry. We're all good, Rowdy. There we go, Artie. Oh, it's, it's a success story. Artie, you the yeah. man, brother. Have a great weekend. And uh, I'm sorry you can't be drunk in Vegas right now. You got to go to work. Sorry, bud. We'll get there someday. Have a good weekend, guys. <laughs> well, now I'm paranoid. It wasn't. Now I'm paranoid that we've talked about the story multiple times, and, and now listeners think it was me. It, it was wasn't not. me. It was not Rowdy. I was, I was five foot from it. It wasn't Rowdy. It wasn't Nelson. And it wasn't Nelly. It was someone else. I witnessed it. I witnessed it too. It was the funniest thing ever. Line four, bring us home, baby. Maybe not. Hello? Going once, going twice. And you're gone. All right, we have another question coming in before we hit break here. We have another question coming in from our guy, the mighty Joe Bell. Uh, I can think I could squash this pretty quick. He goes, is the Badgers quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, is the Badgers quarterback... Hanging out with Taylor Swift. I was scrolling Instagram and I thought I saw it. True or false? Maybe right. a good talking point. No, it, it is not. Uh, the news actually just broke like two days ago. Travis Kelsey. It's Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs who is courting one Taylor Swift. I don't think Tanner Mordecai has got the bank account. I don't think Pepsi is giving enough, enough money. Is he even an NIL for Pepsi? I don't think so. Who was it again? No, that's Mordecai. I think Mordecai's got a Pepsi yeah. NIL. It's Mordecai Allen and uh, CJ Williams. Yeah. Mordecai ain't getting enough money from Pepsi to even, I think, be in the same room as Taylor Swift. And when I say a room, I even mean like like one of her big concert venues. Those tickets are expensive. So it's Travis Kelsey who is hanging with uh, Taylor Swift. Hard to follow that up, but there's only one man that can do it. Our gambler of the stars, one handsome SOB all the way from Florida, Dave Esler. Good morning, David. 
sound like the guy that did the intro on the uh, Monday Night Football game or Thursday Night game last night, that wrestling guy. Um, I forget his name. I had it muted, but uh, thank you for that. <laughs> I forget his name. <laughs> well, Dave, th- thank you. I-, I know that was a compliment, so thank you. I appreciate I think it was a compliment. Thank you, Dave. How are you doing today, brother? What's yeah. going on? I'm doing good, you know. I had the Vikings team total last night over, and I got to tell you, in that first half, I was coming unglued a little bit, <laughs> but they got it. They got there. It's coming unglued. We talked about that the first segment of the show, just how Minnesota cannot get out of their own way. I mean, you look at some of the turnovers they've had. If they just cleaned it up, they could be 2-0. and Yeah. Well, yeah, without a doubt. When Jefferson fumbled going in there at the uh, end of the first half, I was I was only a little bit pissed. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, there's, you know, and, and, and uh, I think the first punt of the game, the Eagles fumbled out about their own time and got it back. And that's just... It was tough to watch, but you know, in, in the end, it won. So I look like a hero, and we move on to Friday. It's because you are a hero, you know, Dave. Yeah, jukebox hero. Um, For the song, well, let's go to Mister Hero. Let's go. Let's go day by day here. Let's start at Saturday. College football. What do you got? Give me some nuggets. Give me something juicy. Let's go. What about Friday? Are we not doing anything today? Uh, well, I mean, if you want, I guess. What do you, what do you got for Friday? Um, I, I took Army tonight, plus eight and a half oh, over okay. UTSA. That's my apologies, Dave. <laughs> Shame on me for uh, for disparaging the uh, the armed forces there. Army, triple option, baby. Let's go. Yeah, but see, the bad, there you go. The thing is, they're not just a triple option team this year. Munkin's got them throwing the ball a little bit, and I know. quarterback not under not Army. under center. So he put up three tunnies in the air last game, Dave. He was slinging it. Well, well, here's here's the thing. The total of that game is 44 points. If they want to give me eight and a half points, which is 20% of the projected outcome, before the ball's even kicked off, I'll take them most every time. Love it. Yeah, the Army was slinging it, dude. Like, that. what's that quarterback, Bailey? Three in the air, two on his feet? You love to see it. Yep. Go Army. Let's go. Yep. Um, By now, we can do Oh, we actually have we actually have the WNBA tonight too. I forgot about well, that. I, I saved that. Um, I'm saving that for the end, Dave. That's our bread and butter. Right. Save that for the end. We uh, we end on the high yeah. note with the WNBA. We can we can use, we can lose a lot of games and still be good. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, um, tomorrow, I like West Virginia over Pittsburgh quite a bit. Um, Are you on drugs? Yeah, Rowdy just made a, a stink face. Um, well. Does 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 Rowdy have any money? Because the, the reason why I up. made that reason why I said that was when I put down some of the games we went over in winners take. I put down West Virginia Pitt because I like West Virginia, and he asked me if I was on drugs putting this game down. <laughs> well, Dave, did you did you dip into Rowdy's stash over last night or what? Uh, no, no I, I saved it for this morning. Before I even got out of bed. Um, but yeah, West Virginia is going to win that game, and uh, I like Oregon State in the first half over San Diego State. Um, they got a bigger game next week. San Diego State can't score. I mean, if that's not twenty-four nothing at halftime, um, then I'm I'll be shocked. Hmm. So that's my those are my two favorite college bets. Well, can I ask um, you what do you think? Like, what well, can I ask you quick? You just I mean you don't have to say this is like official or anything. What about Wisconsin and Georgia Southern? You know, Rowdy and I were just talking about that and. I'm glad there's 50 or so other games I can I can pick apart. Um, Georgia Southern can be tough. 
And, you know, I don't, I don't know. Does Wisconsin really need to or want to um, wipe them off the face of the map? I mean, they've got a size and speed advantage, but Georgia Southern tends to be a pretty disciplined team. I, I don't know. I mean, if I was going to bet that game, I, I would think I would take the Badgers in the first half. I mean, you know, Roddy and I were talking, and you have a Friday road conference game coming up. I don't, I don't, I don't know that they. I mean, can they win by forty? Yes. Will they? I, I would be hard pressed to bet that. Um, before we dive into NFL, Dave, um, I, when you guys were doing the winners' take yesterday, I jumped into the office to grab my stuff quietly, and then I, you know, snuck out because I didn't want to interrupt you guys. But right when I walked in. You guys were talking a little uh, Colorado, Colorado State, and how Colorado State, and I'm going to play it coming up here, made it personal against Dion. And now Dion's like, they made it personal. What do you think of Colorado, Colorado State? You know, if if at some point that pendulum is going to swing, and, and Colorado will a either have a have a have a less a lesser game, uh, or uh, they'll just. Uh, be giving too many points, but I don't know that this is the week. I mean, that's anybody but Dion. I would say, yeah, whatever. But you know, an in-state rivalry, and you piss them off like that. I mean, I've already got this vision of the two coaches meeting at midfield after the game, and Dion takes his glasses off and and looks at him in the face and go, "You see me?" Um, something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I you know I don't want to be a SpongeBob and just pounce on Colorado, but. I got a feeling that at least in the first half they make a statement. <laughs> I don't want to be a sponge up. All right, Dave, let's go to um, Sunday, NFL. Give me some more nuggets. What do you got? Well, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the opposite side of a lot of people here. I actually uh, I like Tampa Bay over the Bears. I know that you guys would like for that to happen as well. Um, a lot of people that I have a modicum of respect for like the bears. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I watched that game last week and, and, you know, it wasn't just quite chase Claypool. It was the whole team and the body language, even in the first half, um, Justin Fields is, you know, rolling his eyes and doing this and doing that. And they can't pass the ball. And I know that bucks beat Minnesota and kind of Minnesota beat Minnesota, but the bucks beat Minnesota on the road. I don't think Baker Mayfield, Physically, is a huge drop-off from what we saw Brady last year. On the field, absolutely. But I, you know, I think Tampa Bay is better than people think, and I like Tampa Bay. Um, I, I do like your Packers, and I know a lot of yeah. people that like Atlanta. Um, I know a lot of people like Atlanta. Um, and I could be wrong. The market seems to like Atlanta, but, you know, I watched a fair bit of that game, and, you know, I forget Desmond Ritter had about 112 yards passing, and, you know, that's just not going to get it done. Uh, I think Green Bay looked pretty well coached last week, and I don't think they're going to beat themselves. And I would much rather have a team that I trust not to beat themselves in any game. Hey, speaking of so, well coached, yeah, I mean, Matt LaFleur said was asked how many plays did Jordan Love change? Zero. Well, you know, that could be a problem going forward, but... Well, to your um, point, Dave, on Tampa Bay, I've been seeing a lot of beat writers in Chicago or, or people that follow the team saying that this team, when it came in this week after that Packers loss, they've never seen a team so flustered, so down in the dumps and, and, and so lost for words or what to do that it it's weird because they've never seen a team like this before. And it feels like the Bears had all these high hopes and now they've been dashed. 
and it's like they went from Fields winning the MVP and them being like a playoff team to them being back into like first pick of the draft. He's terrible, and the market says Tampa Bay big time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I I lose, I don't say respect because I don't know him, but how about for his, his playing ability? I, I, lose, I lose more confidence in him every time I see him. And that was the case last week. I mean, yeah, they looked bad, but he didn't do anything uh, personally. I mean, forget about him throwing the ball downfield, which just doesn't happen well. He just didn't inspire confidence. I mean, he went right along with him, and a quarterback's got to take charge of that and go, hey, you know, hey, look, guys, you know, we we need to get something done, you know, and he just didn't do it, and I. I don't think that 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 team has any confidence, and they spent a bunch of money in the off season on the offensive line. I think that I forget the name of the tackle they took in the first round, but that was a huge reach. He was like the he was rated like the fourth or fifth best in the draft, and they drafted him in the first round. I I just think that, and I don't think Eberflus is the answer. Um, but, you know, the, I, I got to put a lot of that on him for for even allowing that to happen. I mean, if if you watch that game. He should have been going crazy on the sidelines and or doing something other than, you know. I mean, he. I, I'm trying to think of who he, he looked. He was doing like, his so. best Chase Claypool impersonation, not giving a crap. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that was that was that was, that was very that was that was that, that was hard to watch. Dave, um, I don't know. Yes, sir. Speaking of, um, well, we're the opposite of not giving crap. We really give a crap about this. Our W N B A picks you are the wizard of the wnba playoffs are right here right now what's happening in the other league wnba um all right well we only got a few games left we're in the playoffs so um playoff games tend to be lower scoring and we have the washington new york game new york's favored by nine nine and a half they're going to win um i don't think they want to shoot out Washington can't keep up. We will take the under 162.5 points. How many times have you, like, you? it's very rare. I think we can count on one hand of how many times you've lost a bet in the WNBA. I think, you're, I think you've only lost, what, two? Maybe three times? I think one. Yeah, I think it was for sure once, I, maybe I, I twice. Know once. I think it was twice. And you've no, won. No. You're, you're on an unconscious level. You put in the work, Dave. Well, you put I, in the I, knowledge. I'm on an unconscious level most of my waking hours. <laughs> yeah, you dipped in the rowdy stash this morning. Those drugs with West Virginia. Come on. Welcome That's to the West I, Virginia side. I, I, was, I was looking well, for yours. Moonshine. But... Was it moonshine, actually? <laughs> no, I was looking for yours, but um, you know, I couldn't... <laughs> That's what I really need. Mine are well hidden, Dave. Yeah. That's the thing, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bet they are. They say sharing is caring, but not in this instance, all right? I know, I know. I'm sorry. So, Dave... What's going on this weekend besides you winning a bunch of bets? You golfing? You chilling? Um, you no, I golfed Wednesday, shot a 78. Next, we'll do it again. I probably won't. You know, wife's getting a little annoyed that I play too much. But I did I did have one guy not want to play with me anymore because he says I stress him out because I'm too competitive. Well, doesn't he know the secret to calm me down a little bit? Um, no. <laughs> he does not. Rarity, do you know the secret? Oh, it's just a cherry bomb. Cherry bombs, Dave. Come on. Yeah, I think he's the one that needs the cherry bomb. 
And Dave, you just renewed your vows with your wife. I'm sure you said for better or worse. I, I it's okay did, if you're I on did, the golf but, course. She, reminder. You know, that, that's not a bet I want to make just yet. <laughs> Dave, we love you, brother. Well, Dave underscore Esler on Twitter, pregame.com. The winner's take just hit uh, the podcast fear uh, yesterday afternoon. We love you, buddy. Always a pleasure. And let's go win some money. Yeah, let's do that. Um, you guys have a great weekend. Um, go Bucky, and we'll talk to you next give week. Me a, give me a Go Pack Go, too, Dave. Out of here. Uh, yeah, I got money on him. Go yeah. Pack Go. Got boy, Dave. We love you, bud. Have a good weekend. <laughs> love you guys. Take care. <laughs> I had such a good time last night. I was like, you know what? I got to continue on. It's like the A bar of the A bar. Monks and Sumpery last night, six to seven was Temple and Heilprin. Zach stayed a, a little extra later, hung out, shook some hands, kissed some babies. Then I said, I'm going to do it again uh, Friday morning. Zach, good morning. What's going on, brother? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hell of yeah, a show had a last, good night. Time last night. I know. You had a good time. The Temple and Heilprin brings the best out of me. You know that. It did. It really did. Outside of the beginning. I mean, that was, it was uh, obviously. Wait, what do you mean outside the beginning? What happened? Well, I mean, you were just like messing around with the buttons behind me. Yeah, you were fiddling. I wasn't, I wasn't fiddling you, anything. You're fiddling with the buttons. You fiddle in my buttons, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, uh, let's get right into it. Zach's high Printer sports director joining us right now. Uh, Fountain of Wisconsin sports knowledge. Zach. Is Pepsi pulling the strings of the Wisconsin Badgers? Is that why Keontas Lewis is no longer on this team? Pepsi, as his brother, Keontas Lewis's brother says, it's politics over production, NIL money over non-NIL money. What's going on here? Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with Keontas Lewis transferring? Yeah, Jesse had an opportunity to talk with him, and we talked about Temple Ohio for last night, and he... He mentioned nothing about NIL. So, again, uh, let Ken Liu go off. That's fine. I I personally don't think it had anything to do with that. Essentially, he's saying, I didn't read anything. All I saw was his tweets. Um, he quote tweeted some things of mine. He, he was going back, a back of ways to find tweets, too. Yeah. Kansas Lewis was not benched because of NIL money. I just I don't believe that whatsoever, and I don't believe that like Christian, uh, excuse me, CJ um, Williams is getting played over Deontay Lewis because of Pepsi. Come on now, that's that's ridiculously <laughs> stupid. Like, that'd be like saying like Jordan Davis because Jordan Davis was on a, was on the Pepsi thing was getting playing time because uh, because he was with Pepsi. That's just it's just stupid. It just it doesn't make any sense. So, um, well, hang on, look, it wasn't to, Pepsi. It's because his brother. Yeah. That's the price. You, you got to get it right. That was the, that was the price. The right, Zach. Well. That was the price. He was on the billboard as well. Hey, Stop playing Pepsi. Was he on the billboard? He was. Okay. Yeah, was he on the billboard? Was Pepsi making Paul Chris play? Was he on the play? billboard? He was. Yeah, he was on the we billboard. We already said yes two times. Was Pepsi? I didn't hear Nelly say it. I heard you say yes. I didn't hear Nelly say it. All right, Nelly? I couldn't tell. He is a twin. All right, there you go. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Well, you're full of crap. Okay, was Pepsi? Was morning. Was Pepsi pulling the strings? Paul Chris wanted to bench Graham Mertz, but Pepsi wouldn't let him because Mertz was, you know, getting NIL money for Pepsi then? Because the turnover machine that was Chase Wolf was sitting behind him. Is that what, is that what Pepsi wanted? <laughs> That's what Pepsi wanted instead? It's Pepsi's ridiculous. pulling the strings, man. It goes deep in big soda, man. No, that doesn't was, make any sense. That was one where Pepsi looked up and down the roster and said, oof, we got to put our money in Mertz and this isn't good. <laughs> 
Hey, I'll tell you oh, this, though. A week before Mertz transferred, oh. they pulled all of his, his cardboard cutouts at Woodman's. I saw it with my own eyes. Ooh, ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Look, uh, look, no, no, look. Uh, DJ Williams is good in pads, and so Keontas Lewis isn't. And that's just, that's just obviously the, the difference there. Don't you think so, Ellie? It's the eye test. Mm, the eye test. That's what you see. Keontas uh, Lewis has some speed. He thinks he's the fastest guy on the team. Probably was. Does that make him an automatic deep threat? Eh, I don't know. I think the lack of uh, – he said the lack of communication, lack of playing time, he didn't have any choice but to do this. And if that's how he feels, it's how he feels. I think it's also probably a little short-sighted on his, on his part. Is he going to get a waiver to play because he didn't get playing time at Wisconsin? So he's going to have to sit out next year wherever he goes, uh, unless he goes down a division. It's, it's really – I don't think it was the smartest move on his part because he's one injury away from playing a bunch of football. Yeah. And, when when you do that after you've already transferred, it's it's a really I think it's a it's a tough decision he made it and uh, certainly don't think uh, the folks at Pepsi had anything to do with so it. So you're telling me right here right now, Zach, that Pepsi isn't pulling the strings, popping tops behind the scenes. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I heard it's actually Coke behind the scenes, and that's why it's been a disaster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to you know knock Pepsi's product. Uh, the, the the timeless yeah. battle, Coke versus Pepsi. Zach? Everyone knows about it. <laughs> Zach, is Braylon Allen unhappy? Unhappy? Yeah. That's what, the, the, you know, with Kentis Lewis, him transferring, I heard a little scuttlebutt, you know, with the, the lack of workload last game and him wanting yeah. a little more workload. Is he's, he unhappy? He's not mad. He's disappointed. So, uh, Does he have Pepsi money? <laughs> yeah. He's got Pepsi money, too. Oh, so he can't be that uh, unhappy, yeah. As is Tanner Mordecai. Uh, so I, I don't know if he's unhappy. I think he just wants to have a bigger impact. I, I don't think it's the greatest look for him after uh, after that game when you average what he did on the ground in that game. I don't know if an extra carrier or two was going to make a difference for Wisconsin in that game, but I understand his frustration. He wants to be a big part of the offense. He wants to be a big reason for them to win, and he wasn't able to do that last week. But you got the ball 13 times. You didn't do a ton with it. I don't know how many more times – the ball should be in his hands uh, in a game like that when the passing game was what got them back into it in the third quarter. So if he's upset, I mean, he just wants to be a bigger part of the offense. He wants to win. And I think that's where his comments were coming from, but I don't think it's any, I don't think it's a big deal. What's up with the defense. I know we talked about this um, earlier in the week. Is the defense, the biggest question mark on the Badgers right now? I think the inability to, to get, Fast starts is maybe the biggest yeah. question for the Badgers right now. They have not played well in the first half of either of these first two games. Third quarter Badgers been pretty darn good. Can they find themselves some consistency and be those third quarter Badgers all the time? It's probably not realistic, but can you be that more often than not? I think they can. They've they've showed flashes. We, the defense was amazing from about mm, what four or five minutes left in the second quarter all the way until the middle of the fourth, and they just. You know, they, they were dominant. They just had a horrible, horrible start. Yeah. And it put them in the situation that they were in. And the offense, obviously, the inability to finish drives was another big part of it. But I think the defense has enough talent to be good. And I don't know about, you, I don't know about you, really, really good, but they have a chance to be good and good enough for them to win a bunch of games. Zach Halpiner, handsome sports director joining us right now. More handsome than the his counterpart, Temple, Jesse Temple. Uh, I, I like I like your haircut better, Zach. So, yeah. um, Zach. It's more manageable. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you wear it well. I don't worry about it when I walk out the house. <laughs> you wear it well, too. Zach, coming up here tomorrow, 11 a.m., kickoff. By the way, Zone Blitz pregame batch 9 to 11. Feel free to stop down, Zach, if you'd like. I would give you uh, an awkward hug, and maybe you can make some snide comments to Nelly as well about, you know, Pepsi or, you know, Cantus Lewis. Billboards. You mean I think you mean accurate sure, Yeah, sure, accurate. Yeah, whichever. But, Zach... 11 a.m. is make, when make him a little bit more truthful in, in what he says. When 11 a.m. is the kickoff, what uh, kind of uh, uh, worry should we have with Georgia Southern? If you look at RPI, Wisconsin's 51, Georgia Southern's 59. Well, it should, should we be worried about Georgia Southern? Did you just break out an RPI? Didn't even know the RPI still existed. Yeah, that the worst away. Brewers fan sent it to me. I've been loving it. RPI, right? Yeah. Uh, this is the same RPI that decided who made the NCAA tournament back in the day. It's like, good because, it's like, when you got fans worrying about it, if you throw a stat out there that makes them seem a lot closer in uh, skill level than what they are, people get even more upset. Mm-hmm. It's all about the, getting people mm-hmm. getting people worked up a little bit. Yeah, look, I think uh, George Southern's two and zero. They have uh, beaten both the opponents that they faced. They got a, a, an experienced quarterback in Davis Brin. and got- Rowdy. They're against the Big Ten. They're what? Undefeated since 2020 because I only look at um, seasons these days pre and post COVID. Well, okay, sweet. I bet you that works out well for you when you're gambling. Um, the <laughs> it does. What's, what's that? What's that podcast that you have again? What uh, the winners take? The winners take. That's it. It does. Um, Who did you pick? Wisconsin in this one? No, don't have a pick. No, you don't have a pick. Nope. What if I asked you for a pick? I'd give you one, but nothing I'd want to put my own money on. Can I get a pick? Uh, I'd probably take Wisconsin by about eh, 17. What's the spread? 19. Okay. What's the spread? The spread's going to continue to go up. I think it started at like 16 and a half or something like that, 17 and a half. And I think it was the last time I looked, it was 20. <laughs> Not a cover for a lot, miles. A lot, of, a lot of points to cover. A lot of points to cover. Um. Should they be on uh, upset watch? I don't know. I mean, coming off of what happened last week, you would think they'd have a little bit of a some piss and vinegar going, but who knows? I don't. I, I to me, I feel like this is the week that they put it together. Uh, I'll look very foolish, I'm sure, because that's what Wisconsin football does to me. But I, I think this is the weekend, <laughs> the week they put it together. They marry what they did well in week one. They marry with what they did well in week two, and um, the pass game, running game, both uh, both click, and they beat. George Southern. But yeah, George Southern ended Scott Frost's career last year. They went to Nebraska and beat them. I think it was the night game and the last game he ever coached. Hence why they're undefeated against the Big Ten post COVID, right, Rods? That would be it. One and oh. Who else well with the yeah, okay. I was about to say <laughs> it's that's, again, Zach, that's why you, you only say things a certain way to get people a little like you know better better detail. hope this trend doesn't continue. Yeah. Um, trends. Love them. So trends are your friends, Zach. Um yep. Zach, you, you posted this yesterday. I wanted to ask you on air. You said this happened 10 years ago today, and it was uh, Joel Stave, the Badgers' all-time winningest and handsomest quarterback, kneeling, and then the uh, refs completely effing the Wisconsin Badgers to win against what Arizona State. Zach, you said this happened 10 years ago today, yesterday. So got you it thinking, did. what regular season loss for the Badgers made you the most upset, Mr. Zach Halpin? <laughs> Yeah, before we do that, do you think Joel Stavi's hair is better than mine, too, or, or no? Do I, do I have him beat, too? Don't make me do this. You know how much okay. I love you, but you know how much I love Joel Stave. Don't make that's me. Tough. Don't. It's like choosing that's your tough. favorite kid. You know, it's like, it's can't. It's yeah. impossible. I'm, that's tough. I, mine probably, I mean, in terms of, like, just pissing me off, like, 
hit the wall, piss me off. Um, I'd probably say like uh, 2000 Northwestern or 1996 Northwestern. They Northwestern games kind of are just an abs- the absolute worst if you're a fan and you're a fan of Wisconsin because they beat them so many times and like they shouldn't have. And those were two games that stood out. Ron Dane fumbled late. I guess in 1996, probably should have just taken a knee. Instead, they lose, I think, in, uh, in overtime. And then in 2000, they did almost not the exact same thing, but they were trying to fight through the shoebox suspensions. They were almost to the end of it, and Northwestern uh, <laughs> beat them as well. So, yeah, those two those two probably stand out. A fight through the shoebox suspension. That's <laughs> just funny well, to say. Especially the NIL. Especially the NIL they now. Were without, they were, yeah, exactly. None of those, none of that would have been any problem whatsoever. Maybe the, two, the 2000 team, most talented maybe of uh, – Barry Alvarez's uh, tenure, and they started like in the top five and shoebox and all that crap, and uh, yeah, never never hit the stride. I mean, anyone could have got discounted shoes at shoebox. You still can. I don't see the issue. All right, Zach, before I let you go, a lot of people said in the moment. I mean, you could you could go there right now and get discounted shoes, no problem. You'd be like, hey, be like yeah, cool, Zach. Before I let you go, sticking on the uh, the football field, but looking at Sunday, what do you think? Packers, Falcons coming up here. Noon, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Well, before we before you do that, what, what do you think about uh, what Aaron Rodgers is going to do this week? Uh, well, he just got out of surgery uh, yesterday. I think he's going to be chilling at his house. Um, do you think what? he'll watch? Do you think he'll watch? That doesn't make any sense. That I mean, doesn't make any sense. There, Sports Center yesterday was talking about uh, they had an update on his status, and I was like, does that mean like he's not going to be out the entire season? I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't. I don't watch SportsCenter ESPN, Zach. I, I gave yeah, it up years ago. Yeah, it doesn't just make any sense to me. I saw, I saw that. Like, Aaron Rodgers update. Like he's, I'm pretty sure he's still off for the season. I don't know why we got to get their clicks, Zach. Come yeah, on. yeah. A t- I mean, that's a tough game. Uh, the only team not – are the two teams not to allow a play of more than 15 yards to the air be the Atlanta Falcons. So going down to – what is that? Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You got it. It's always, it's always a tough – Tough road to hold there, and they're coming off a uh, win in week one. This would be a challenge. I think it's a much stiffer challenge than Jordan Love and company faced last week. I'll say that, especially on the defensive side of the ball in terms of trying to move the ball against those guys. But I think they, I think they find a way. I think they find a way to move to 2-0. Love it, Zach, and love mm. you. Did you get the email this morning for Temple and Hopper? Did you get the email? I did. I really appreciate it. I There's appreciate you. There's, no, you I, I don't Mm. Mm. Zach, All much right. love. Maybe Can't we'll see it. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. I'm not going to hold my breath, but we're people are wondering: Will we have a Heilprint versus Rowdy cage match uh, at the Red Zone tomorrow? Probably not. There's no cage down there. I can. They I got don't some, think it would be a match. They got some fences. I can just I can move the fences really quick and make a little square cage. It could be a verbal match or like a physical match because if it's verbal, it won't be really a contest at all. Physical. Got twenty. I got twenty years on them, so probably not really fair. Knowing Rowdy, it would start verbal and then end physical. Mm. He would just talk my ear off. That's how it would happen. <laughs> sure. You <laughs> uh, see Rowdy's face right now. Back, I think he's getting back, angry as back, the segment goes on. Back in seventh grade, I was at this wrestling meet. All right. Have a good day, guys. See you, Zach. Well, maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, your Green Bay Packers have to do an ATL, take on the Falcons on Sunday, noon kickoff. Sort of the good news first, Clay Walker back in a limited basis, uh, you know, going through concussion protocol, but that's that's good, right, Rowdy? I mean, he trucked that touchdown in about the pick for Justin Fields. Clay Walker looking nice. Yeah, Clay Walker's an important piece because obviously him and Devondre Campbell are your 
front two inside linebackers, and both have had, you know, over the last couple of years, I know Quay was a, a rookie last year, but have played some really good games, and Atlanta's a big running team, so you're kind of going to want your inside linebackers to be 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Packers defense, you know, is very healthy, and nice to see Quay back, and let's hopefully they can put it down. But uh, speaking of a running team, uh, some concern, Aaron Jones out two days in a row of practice with that hamstring injury. Christian Watson as well. But the bigger issue, obviously, is Aaron Jones. Christian Watson, okay. Uh, we've seen, what, Romeo Dobbs step up. We saw Datavian Wicks hopefully uh, takes a step to Sunday. Jaden Reed having some good play. Um, against the Bears on Sunday. How concerned are you with the wide receiver position if Christian Watson can't go? Well, it's the same as last week, and it doesn't sound like Romeo Dodds had any you know, setbacks to his hamstring, which is a good thing. You saw flashes from some of the young, skilled positions. You named Jaden Reed. Obviously, I think you could go Luke Musgraves as well yeah. at tight end. So uh, there were some exciting things. Now, how good is the Bears? How good was that defense? They were supposedly adding to it with, you know, some players and money on last offseason, but it didn't really come to fruition game one for Chicago. But I think when you look at the Green Bay Packers and we know that Aaron Jones is the biggest playmaker on that offense, the big worry for me would let's see what that practice report comes out with what he does today. If you see this afternoon that he was a limited participant where he was stretching, maybe taking, you know, maybe running a few plays on air, whatever you're just seeing progress. It feels like he'll play by Sunday, but if you see another, you know, did not practice this afternoon, then it's going to be worrisome because then you would have to say Aaron Jones, not playing is a real question. Yeah. That's going to be really tough. Cause I mean, Okay, A.J. Dillon. Obviously, last year it was uh, a lot left to be desired. Game one into this season, uh, a little left to be desired, right? So looking at A.J. Dillon, Rowdy, how much trust do you have in him moving forward here? The line obviously didn't treat him the greatest either. but I mean, for me, A.J. Dillon feels like this his entire career. Now I get it. There's been a little bit of variance. He's played better in his second season than in, you know, last season and whatever. But overall, A.J. Dillon feels like a very big hulking running back. But A.J. Dillon really only gets what the offensive line blocks for him. Yeah. If the offensive line blocks three yards for him, A.J. Dillon's probably getting three, maybe three and a half yards. If the offensive line blocks three yards for Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is getting four, five, six, twenty. Like he's he's just that much more elusive and athletic. And AJ Dillon just for the most part seems to run kind of weakly for how big he is compared to, you know, the Aaron Jones of the world. Now, that being said, everyone can see the stats where it's like, well, once it get, gets cold on the frozen tundra and you get that big six foot, 250 pound hammer running, his numbers go up. Okay, well, we're still talking about September. Yeah. So I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping for A.J. Dillon. It was a second round pick. I know some people felt like it was a reach in the second round when they drafted him, but then they saw the guy and they saw some of his. Like, that's the thing. A.J. Dillon has the ability to catch the football. He has the ability to run hard. We've seen it before, but then it's just, it's not consistent. Yeah. It's, um, well, there's a couple t- times where, like, the, the line didn't, like, you know, block correctly and he got blown up. But there's other times, like, dude, you're a hulking individual. It's, maybe remember that. 
All right, so Packers, um, Falcons. What's your and we'll have our score predictions as we uh, near the end of the show here. What's uh, what's your gut telling you right now without a, a prediction, Rowdy? Uh, a score prediction. Well, like, if I look at how I'm going to break this game down, just overall to start the season, what the Packers win total was seven and a half. Atlanta's win total was eight and a half. Both had relatively easier schedules, just based off of their performance from the year before. So you would imagine Atlanta was supposed to be a little bit better of a team. But then you look at at what occurred. Atlanta beat up on a very poor Carolina team and and I think a worse Carolina team than a lot of people anticipated. Packers beat up on a Bears team who were people were high on and then all of a sudden it feels like the the sky is falling in Chicago. So how good are the Bears? Maybe not necessarily the best two teams, but when I look at the matchups, uh look at the offensive lines. The Atlanta offensive line is a very good run blocking offensive line. Clearly they have a pretty good one, two punch in Tyler Algier and Bishan Robinson. Uh, there's no doubt about that, but where it seems like you can take advantage of Atlanta is in the passing game. Their passing or their pass blocking was very average at best to below average. We saw that the green Bay front seven, especially the edge rushers and defensive line did a really good job taking apart a Chicago bears offensive line. That was very vulnerable. That could maybe be the same type of thing here in Atlanta because they are more of a poor pass blocking team. And the fact that um, you look at that, the rushing aspect of this, if Quay Walker is back, Devondre Campbell and his lower body injury are 100%. That could be a big factor to me. Can the can the Packers stop the run? Because what has been like the bugaboo on their defense? It's not necessarily the the edge rushers or the the secondary here as of late because we know they have a pretty solid secondary. The last few years it's been teams can still run it right down your throat. Yeah. Now, clearly it's a lot of different pieces. You still have Kenny Clark, but it, there's no more Dean Lowry. You know, there's there's no more Jaron Reed. It's a change. It's a younger team with more athletic ability and speed with, I would say, probably higher ceilings than some of those players that had been there in the past. But can they stop the run? It's not like Chicago was a line it up, run it down your throat. A lot of the Chicago rushing yards last couple of years have been Justin Fields running the football. Mm-hmm. So if they can stop the run, I like that. Now, on the flip side for the Packers, we've seen that their offensive line's been really good. And for the most part, and I know this goes back a long ways, but for the most part, since Brett Favre took over, the line most years is pretty good. Yeah. Now, we know the running backs are, are decently good when healthy. We'll see if Aaron Jones plays. We know that there's some talent in the young receiving core, and we'll even say in the the tight end room with Musgraves flashing here and there. But my biggest worry is I think they'll be able to, they should be able to run the football against the Falcons as the Falcons don't have the greatest run defense. But if Aaron Jones is hurt, obviously that puts a bit of a damper on your run game. Now, the one thing that makes me a little nervous with Atlanta is the fact that they actually were decently good against the pass last year for a very average to below average defense. And I know they spent some money out there on the defensive side of the football. They run a much different scheme with guys flying all around than the bears actually do. So this is actually going to be a test for Jordan love. It's going to be a much better secondary than what he saw against Chicago. So I think my biggest things is can the Packers stop, the Atlanta Falcons run because Desmond Ritter isn't very good. Like Drake London, Kyle Pitts, those are talented players. They hardly were even in the stat sheet Mm -hmm. because 
One, Ritter didn't have time to pass. Two, Ritter isn't a great passer. So can they stop the run? If they do, Atlanta's very vulnerable. And how good is Jordan Love? This will be a, a, a yep. tougher test than Chicago was throwing the football. So my looks, stop Let's the run. Go. Love, can he play better against a better pass defense? Hell yeah. Say good morning to Grant Bills. Morning, fellas. Happy Friday. Uh, TGIF, are you excited for well, the show coming up here? The Grant Bills Michaels show. Thrilled. It's loaded show. A loaded show. Isn't it always? I don't know. I don't throw that word around. I don't throw the L word around. It's a loaded show. Green and gold Friday. A fins up Friday. Mm. All of all of the things. A football Friday. All the things. No, I'm going to be honest. I do love me some Jimmy Buffett. But when I think Jimmy Buffett, the last thing I think about is football. That's true. Every Friday, not, not just during football season, every Friday is a fins up Friday. There just happens to be football. Uh, some, someone's trying to sneak a call in here. Who's this? Line four, hi. Hey, Daniel from Madison, 31 to 14. Ooh, Good guys? I like that. You bet. Daniel, you handsome man. Have a good weekend. You too, bud. Too bad. <laughs> All right, Daniel got us in. All right. Grant, yes. Packer score. Ah, uh, 20 to 16 Packers. Rowdy? No. Oh. You trying to price his right me? I was twenty and seventeen. Really? Yeah. Oh. I just I was gonna say twenty seventeen. That felt too simple. I'm going twenty eight seventeen. Oh! I wrote it down last segment. It just came to me in a dream, in a commercial dream. I think it's gonna feel like a Big Ten West game. I think Jordan loves the Definitely, real deal. Definitely, I think a I'm lot excited. of uh, clock will be ticking quite a bit. Yeah, and feel, not as many yards as Chicago. And um, what are we thinking about tomorrow? Who do the Badgers play? Georgia Southern. They still win. There's my t- there's my take. I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I snuck my analysis I'm glad you in went here. out there on a big limb when yep. they're favored by nearly three touchdowns. What a 38-7, Bucky. Any given Saturday, Rowdy. It's not a given. I'll go, I'll go um, 38-20. to 20. Oh. Grant? That's you just found out who they're playing? Uh, yeah, 38-21. Oh, Price is right in his ass! <laughs> Again! See, I was going to say that, but I felt like it was too simple. There there you go. See, we're on the same wavelength.